I've completed my I've completed my uh, master's degree program in Germany. Oh, okay. But, yeah, um, I need a better opportunity, and I've read a lot about Germany, about Canada, and I think it's uh, from what I've read and what I've seen, uh, they operate almost similar system with Germany, but you know, here we have a language barrier. Yeah. And there is less foreigner compared to, to Canada. Canada, Canada yeah. is home of all American, Canadian, Kenya, everybody, you know. Once, I think one feels at home better. I mean, you, you, when you, you know, when you see the base then I think documentation and getting the residence, it's much more uh, on a straightforward. Yeah, it's very straightforward yeah. in Canada and everything. So I thought of relocating and okay. I've read a lot and I think the school uh, roots, it's a bit more comfortable. I think I'm more comfortable and it takes a shorter time for me than going to the express entry route, going waiting for what they call it. <laughs> the Rafu, yes, ITA. Yeah. They have to do this and that. So you think it's more for me as a person. Although I will still put in, but I think going through studies yeah, It'd be more so, comfortable for yeah, me, and I'm not in Canada. I've never been there, but you know, you have to seek advice from people that have stayed there. And what do you think is my best bet? I have a degree in agriculture, animal science from Nigeria, OAU, and I have a master's degree in dairy science here in Germany. In what? Dairy science. Dairy science. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Make make and make production. Yeah, make make and make products and processing. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. similar and close to food, something something like that. Yeah, but animal products especially. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you suggest? What do you think? My own passion now, after my master's degree, is to my own, I'm just saying, yes. maybe I, I, let me inform you, eh, is to have a, like a professional degree, maybe like a, a supply chain management, something management, yeah? You understand oh, okay. that, okay? That that will help or oh, normalize my, you know, my certificate or degree experience, okay, yeah. I know with a, bachelor's and a master's degree in the cultural sector, then a certificate course or a management, a management related sheet. We make it, we, we, we make me fit into almost every sector. You know, when you have a management degree, okay, yes, you can work here, you can work there, you can work there. You have numerous job opportunities. options, opportunities yeah. and options. Eh? So that is what me, I think. Then I also have the, uh, something for a PhD and stuff, but I don't know. I've not been there. I don't know how it is. I don't know, but I know then, before I came to Germany, when I tried applying for a master's in Canada, you need to get a supervisor. So I saw must be ready to, and willing to accept you and a lot of things I tried. University of Manitoba then, I wrote different professors, University of, uh, is this Sakashtwan, yeah? Sakashtwan. Sakashtwan, and I think one university, I think, you know, it was very stressful. I was getting, everybody was just saying they don't have funding, and so that's for master's degree. I don't know how it's going to be for a PhD. <laughs> so that was why I'm a bit more, uh, reluctant 
Yeah. For that. So, so quickly okay. ask um, like some questions. Okay. So when are you? Have you completed the master's degree? Yes, I've completed it. Okay. Uh, when? When did you complete it? Yeah, I, I got it middle of okay, like around April. Okay. April, May, yeah. Okay. So um. So what's the what's the deal with Germany? Do you have to leave Germany, or do you still have some time to stay in Germany? Normally, after study, I still have eighteen months to get a job. I have a eighteen month job seeking visa. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then and then when you after working, then uh, if you get normally, a job, normally if, yes. if I if I get a job within within the 18 months, then I can stay. Oh, then you can because stay. Because with that, we yeah, are with the job, then I can I, I can use it to process my stay. Okay, yeah. okay. So, so is there is there a is there a they have like permanent residence program also? Yes, once you get a job, you are on your route to the permanent residence program. Mm -hmm. So you you I think you get if you if you stay for twenty two I think twenty six months yeah twenty six months or thirty six months yeah it, it depends on the type of job you have and the income okay that you are earning then is either you go through the EU blue card route or just the normal Germany permanent resident so okay once you yeah, are consistent with the yeah. job and you pay your tax for the next 36 months you can apply for unlimited work permit or unlimited stay mm. yeah. okay so uh okay so that's good um it's a good observation uh that um everything you said about canada yeah canada is a good place i've been in canada for about five years and i've been studying throughout uh the years so okay what's it i mean throughout the the five years stay. yes yes i've been i've been studying i came here for my master's and then i'm okay. presently doing my phd so um so and it has been yeah it has been a good place to stay. So okay. and many people many people like to to come here because yeah the government has a lot of programs for 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 people generally and so and then it's a very welcoming place. So I mean you quickly get yourself settled and then you yeah so uh with regards to the to the immigration so yeah. what's the best route to come yeah you've rightly identified that is true studying also because yeah you can quickly you can quickly transition or move uh as against when you apply for uh true express entry and then you have to wait for all this time before they can yeah. use UITA and process your application process and all of that. So, but uh, if you want to come here to study, you must first determine like the most important thing, which is okay. how you are going to fund your studies. Uh, yes. Do you like, if you get into a program or if you get admission for a program, do you have the money to pay for your studies or you're looking for scholarships? Yeah, I read that I can easily get scholarship if I apply on time. I don't know how far that is true. That okay. there is that almost all universities has like a funding yeah. grant or something that one can tap into. Yeah, so there's other thing that I would like to ask. So in your master's program, the master's program that you did, was it a research yeah. program? Yeah, it's, it's a research program. So you, you wrote a thesis? Yes, I wrote a thesis. Oh, that's good, that's good. So yeah, 
So if you want to do a professional program, yeah, uh, yeah there are scholarships, but they are very limited. Okay. It's most likely maybe you have to look for, you know, all these external bodies. Uh, so for example, one that I know is the Mastercard Scholarship. So for example, I've, I know people who have come to do professional programs, even like programs like MBA, and then okay. they, are, they are funded by, by body like Mastercard. So for the traditional, the traditional government funding or university funding or research funding, they don't yeah. go to a professional master's program. Okay. So if you want to do professional master's program, you have to pay. On your own. You have to pay <laughs> on your own. So okay. the, the scholarship, the university scholarship that you're talking about, the scholarships and the maybe government funding. Uh, so they go to um, students that are in research programs. Research program, okay. Yes. So whether master's research or PhD students. So if you want to continue your research program and you must have, you must have an idea of what it takes now. So yeah. uh, if funding is what you want, to use to, to for your uh, if uh, if you require scholarship or funding for your studies, so the best thing you should consider is a PhD. Okay. Because that would be that would be that would be the best way to fund your studies. But there's a caveat. So PhD is here. PhD in North America is not like you do it in Europe. You yes. don't come here and do PhD uh, two and a half, three years. So PhD mm -hmm. in North America, four or five years. PhD in North America can, can take a very long time. So <laughs> uh, it can take. So when you are coming to do PhD in North America, you should look at okay. five, five, six years. So usually, <laughs> usually. of serious work. So, because yeah, it's different from it's different from what you do in Europe. The first two years, you might not even you might not even write anything. You might not even know <laughs> you might not even know your bearing yet because you, mm. you might just be doing courses or be jumping from one project to the other. Yeah, I have a friend in British Columbia. Okay, he, he, he left here too. He studied environmental management here in even we we stay in, in the same dormitory okay. so he left to british columbia like last year mid no yeah, mid yeah early, early last year so i think we talked early last year but i've lost his contact i don't know i'll, I'll try and check for his email or something because it's okay. all social media now then when we used to talk he told me that he has read over 50 journals that he has to take some courses again. <laughs> he has to get screens. So he, he left social media. He told me I might not be able to reach him for some while because he's already, I don't know. So, you yeah. know, he told I so I, I really understand, yeah, when you said this, that first two years, you might not even get your bearing. Yeah. Yeah. And I've not heard from him now for like two years, at least. <laughs> this is almost two years. Yeah. Eh? I've not because heard from again, him. again, many, many places in Europe, when you're coming for a PhD, there's usually a defined research that you apply to. Like, yes, the research, yeah. there's always a scope. The professor wants to do, and then, yeah. so it's like, it's more or less like the PhD. You are under a supervision. It's like, like a job application that yeah. the job has a description of what you are going to do and you are just to execute the job. So here, yes, here you have to come, take courses, jump around project, have an idea, try to have an idea of tools that are used to do research in your area. And then after all of that, you now need to go and figure out what, you're what going to you do. want to do. Hmm. 
so it's as if you are one is more in, in independent yeah yeah so there's no i mean usually except you are lucky that you find you find yourself among you find yourself it in a lab where yeah there's something going on and you are able to just join them otherwise uh you you, you have to you have to find your project you have to go and find it <laughs> so so and that takes that can take a lot of time so yeah so you might have so consider that but is the best phd is the best way to to get funding because if okay. you get the, if you get the if you get the phd admission yeah yes. there's almost there's almost 100 percent and i mean in canada there's almost it's almost 100 percent that you are going is you are, you are going to be funded especially since you are in sciences once i get a so how do i go about getting a phd offer so if you want to and it's good i mean it's good that you studied at least um in a country like germany so what you need to do is the same experience that you have. You might you may want to start by letting some professors in Canada know that uh, you are planning to come to Canada next year okay. to start to do your PhD. And yes. prior to that, you must have. I mean, try to look for schools where they do. They Something do your program, like your course, you know? Okay. So you will yeah. need to do that research, like the schools that offer um, PhD programs in your in your field. In my okay? field, and yeah. When you do that, you want to see professors that work in, that do research in areas that, that interest you. Yeah. yeah. And then, so you want to send them, I mean, like code emails. I mean, they don't know you, you don't know them, so you want to you want to send them emails letting them know your intention you introduce yourself you tell them what you've done i mean okay. and then you want to send them maybe your your transcripts okay and so and then you hope that you get some replies i mean okay. that's but so it's good if you get replies, but if you don't get any reply, it's also okay. So <laughs> you need to you need to prepare your application. After that, you need to prepare your application. Okay. So and submit. So try to try to submit to multiple places in Canada. Okay, to the graduate school. Thank God, thank God you're in Germany. I do you use the euro? You use the euro in Germany, right? Yes, yes, yes. So maybe, maybe it might be easier for you than, I mean, traditional people, uh, but I mean, than other people come from Nigeria because I think each application in Canada will cost you about 100, dollars. One, one something dollars. Okay. So you may want to, so you may want to set aside maybe 500 Oh, you use the euro, yeah. Yes. 500 to 1,000 like euro. For so application fee. Yes, you apply to several places. And I mean, you hope to you hope to get one of them. Yeah, because there was a place I wrote, I read, I think about Manitoba, yeah. The graduate school stated it emphatically that you should not process, I don't know, that you should not put that unless you have a supervisor. So that that's the the ad admission is not guaranteed or something. I don't know. Yeah, what, what's your view about that? Yeah, but you can only you can only counter them, right? You counter yes. them, you counter yeah. them, and then you hope that you can get that connection and let them let them as I mean say, oh, I'm interested or okay. but so why why I don't, which is good if you can secure a supervisor is good you are okay. going to do everything possible to secure a supervisor okay okay 
But yes. my own advice is if you like the place and you're interested in what the person is doing and all of that, even if you are unable to secure supervisor via email, I mean, securing by supervisor is you are writing email and one professor is in one place telling you, oh, yes, I will take you. Yes. Even if they tell you that they are going to take you, there's no, there's no guarantee until, until they give you your admission, admission letter. letter. So my own advice is after you've done everything possible to secure supervisor, even if you don't get one, yes, you submit your application. Okay. Okay. So, and yeah. I say that from experience, okay. I, maybe I will say that again, like when I was, when I was applying to come to Canada, I wanted a different area of study. Okay. Okay. And you know, the professors were saying the kind of things that you people were saying that, well, uh, uh, I don't have funding or I cannot take you all of that. Okay. No? And, you know, I just received an email one day from a random professor telling me that, oh, I saw your application. Your application is very strong. Uh, professor, so, so, so that you want to work with. His office is by my office. But uh, he has stated to me that he cannot take you because I mean, he cannot take new graduate student today. He said he's, okay. uh, and then he said that he's interested in my application. Uh, this is what I do. Uh, although it's a bit different from the area where you want to work, I, I can give you more details. Are you ready? Are you, uh, if you are, if you are able to meet as soon as possible, uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, that was the email he sent. And, you know, from that email, we started talking, we had a meeting, and then he said if I were at the end of the meeting, a very long meeting, actually, more than an hour, and okay. then he said, he said, that if I'm interested, I should let him know, like, before the end of the week. And then okay. I said, okay. And by the second day, I think, I told him that I was interested. And you know, they offered me my admission letter, and that's why I'm in Canada today. So that was that was a random professor that I I never the first the first contact or the first communication we had was from was sent was from him. I never I never saw him when I was I never saw him when I was applying. Searching. When I was searching, if I did see him, I did not mention him. I was not interested. I was not interested <laughs> in what he was doing, you know, mm -hmm. and it was that it was that um, you know it was that interaction that led me to what I'm doing today. today. You know? So I am now in the field that that professor was working in. Okay, so mm -hmm. a very yeah a completely different different field. field entirely, and it was something very new to me, you know. So. So because of that, I say that make the effort, make the effort to secure supervisor. Okay. But regardless of what you what you are able to get, still submit yes. your application because, because that's the only way, you know, submitting the, your application is just the only way you can be offered an admission. Admission, yes, yes. You know, yes. that's the that's the only if you don't submit your application. No, nobody will process it. <laughs> if you don't submit your application, you are guaranteed not to get an admission. 100% guaranteed. Yes, because you, you did, one does, did not make any impact. Yeah. You didn't make any efforts. But let's say, okay, you did not secure supervisor and you submit your application. Yes, they say that you cannot get admission, but there's still a possibility that you will get. What if, what if someone... I mean, a professor sees your application and they are interested. They can contact you, oh right? So uh, because of this, I say, submit your application regardless, uh, but still make the effort. So, and that's why I always start with the fact that contacting the professors, letting them, to, letting them know your intention 
So by doing so, you are trying to say, okay, please, can you supervise me? And you want to secure supervisor. It's great if you can get, but yeah. whatever, just submit. And the other point is submit to several places. So in Canada, typically people who apply to graduate schools, they have, I think on average, 10 applications. At least. 10 applications. Yeah. And somebody like you, if you are really interested in the PhD, uh, submit to 10 schools in Canada. And okay. I won't, I don't promise anything, but uh, in my mind, I think you're going to get one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think you're going to get one. So uh, you're going, I mean, you're going to get one. Okay. Um, Who decides the admission? Is uh, it the professor or the graduate school? I don't know. Is the is the professor? Okay. You know, but you know, there's always an admission committee. Yeah. So usually there's an admission committee. So what the admission committee does is that for any student, they are going to check whether you are maybe your 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 qualification meets admission requirements into, in their, into their program. So okay. they check whether the, any student that's a, that wants to come in have their requirements, have a particular requirement. Okay. Okay, so, so once they do that, uh, the, pro, the professors determine who wants to work for them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And trust me when I say that I've seen, I've seen situations where I just gave you a situation where I couldn't see PQS supervisor, right? But and yes. I got an admission. And I've seen the other one where someone was told by a professor that they are going to, oh, they are going to take them. And they, did, they didn't. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, because you are not the you are not the only one. If 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 I'm a professor and I tell you that I'm going to take take you, and tomorrow I find some someone who is better, <laughs> and when I change my mind, and I change my mind, I just need to let. I mean, I will let you know that. Oh, sorry, it can't work again. And there's nothing anybody can do about that. <laughs> of course, no. Of course, yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. You know, uh, when I wanted to. I mean, when I applied to eight schools when, uh, for, for my, masters for, for my PhD. Okay. And I think, yeah, I got like five of them. I got like five admissions. Wow. So, uh, but you know, they came one after the, they didn't come the same day. I mean, for example, so I'm presently at the University of British Columbia. I, I received I received an admission from University of Waterloo and I accepted it. And then I got a better offer from University of British Columbia. And I had to tell people, sorry, I can't come again. I can't come again. So the same way <laughs> professor can say. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, you can yeah, also decide no. <laughs> exactly. So like we are saying now, you are going to be contacting many professors in many schools, right? Yeah. What if two of them or three of them say, so I'm going to take you. You have to choose one and then tell the other, oh, sorry, something came up. I can't come again. Can't come again. So, I mean. So that's why it's even, now I, I get the logic. Why yeah. you have to apply to numerous schools. And exactly. you, should, you should even submit your application, even when the professor said he's not taking you. Because exactly. the person he wants to take might disappoint. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not sure. So you won't have a choice than to consider the next available mm, person. Mm, mm. person. Yeah. Now I understand. Yeah, and 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 it happens a lot. What you just said happens a lot because I told you that in Canada, people apply to multiple schools. 
Yes. So many people, many people get admission and they don't go because they have other, hmm. they have other places that they have admission. Okay. So, uh, Another thing is this. I don't know. Is a question also about yeah. PhD. Okay. There's a professor that I've um, I attended this lecture once when when I first got to Germany. There's something used to say that he finds it difficult to accept PhD students outside Germany. Yeah. Or Europe as a whole. Yeah. So we asked why. He said because of the background that is someone is not sure of the background. He finds it difficult to put him or her in charge of the funding. He suffered a bit or tried as much as possible to get. And yeah. eventually the person just come and mess the whole thing up. Yeah. So he wants to know the background, and that's why they have a, a they have a research team. So they prefer someone that did a master's in their team to proceed to PhD. Yeah. Before they can it's difficult. They, they consider other people, but the internal ones first. Yeah. Yeah, someone that did the masters in their research team in their department or something, then he's going to consider another person, maybe someone that studied within Germany again, that did one thing related and they know the pedigree. You understand? Yeah. yeah. So he said that's his own uh, way of valuing it. I don't know. Maybe such also applies in Canada. Is there anything like that? I think I think everything is uh, I think it's professor dependent. But uh, yeah, it's professor dependent. Yeah, in Canada there might be something like that because I know that if you if you've done your masters in Canada, yeah, it's way lot easier to get a PhD position. Okay. Maybe it's also for other reasons. It might not be because of it might not be because of maybe pedigree that you're talking about. For example, in Canada, yeah. some professors don't they don't want the the issues of immigration. They give a student admission and uh, six months down the line, the student says, "Oh, uh, they cannot, cannot get they cannot get uh, what is it called visa." Yeah. So, so some professors. They try as much as possible to avoid that. And then there's another thing going on in Canada. So everybody, everybody does not pay the same fees. Okay. So yeah. if you if you take a Canadian citizen or a permanent resident, uh, you know, the, less the, the, the pay the your what you pay the student will be lower. Like uh, what is it called? The cost of having the cost of having a permanent resident or citizen in your research lab is lower because, because the, the fees are higher for international students. And the, the, the funding must cover everything. Yes, and then if you take a student, you have, yeah, the funding, you have to fund everything. So, so because of this, so there are other things going on in Canada that, so, Otherwise, otherwise, I don't think, yeah, yeah, I don't think, I don't think people, if you have a degree in physics from anywhere, uh, they check, so that's why they check your transcripts. They see what you've done and- You've done in the uh, past. So generally the universities or, and that's why they have the, that's why they have the admission committee so they will they will look at the university that issued your degree and they will basically analyze your transcripts and see you know so it does not matter wherever you are coming from yeah but other other factors might other factors might uh, 
might come in might contribute to the to the fact that uh, a professor might want to take a person from canada it is i understand yeah so but you don't need to worry about that uh okay uh, again in canada we also have we also have uh, <laughs> i mean um there is a lot of space that needs to be filled so filled up okay so <laughs> if, if if one does not work another one will work yeah so you don't need to worry about that okay thank you very much really yeah so i think the most important thing is just try to make the so try to search for the schools, the programs, try to contact the professors, let them know what you've done, let them know you're interested in them, and then start preparing your application and submit to several places. Okay. And you wait for your admission. Okay. And if you get the admission, especially PhD, uh, most likely will be funded. Okay. So you also you also do not need to worry about that. You can always so in Canada when you check you I mean when you check the website you can see what you will get if you are if you are admitted. Okay. You can see the pay. The pay so, is only it's always stated there. Yes, you will know what you'll be paid. So that's the that's that's what we get it can be less than that it can only be more more if okay there's a way to pay you more yeah okay this is it no problem then i i have listened to some of your uh interviews with people there are some people you advise to take a new master's program. Why is it like that? Uh, you see, it's a complicated, it's a complicated matter. Um, you know, I have, I have all the experience uh, okay. with, with studying in, you know, studying at Canada. all the levels. So I've done master's, I've done PhD. Yeah. So, like I said previously, PhD in North America is not, it's not, not let's quickly do it and go. And run away. <laughs> so, you know, it might be some people will say, oh, you, you have to make progress. I've done master's, then uh, the next thing is PhD. Okay. So, even though for immigration purposes, if you say you want to come and do the same masters that you've done before, so it, it you know, might even, be a problem. You not, even you might not get the admission. Not get the visa. Getting visa. Okay. But what you are going to do is you're going to choose a different master's program. It's something different, but it's okay. something still related to you know what, what you've, you've done, done in the past. You know, okay. and you are going to find a way to present. Everything is about expressing yourself. Why it is important? Why why it is important for why you it is to, important for you to come and do that course? Yes, you can even say you can even say, oh, uh, you have a plan of doing a PhD in the future in this area, but in order to mm -hmm. have a better grounding, you want to first yes. take like a lower level, I mean, degree in that area to see how best you you, you fit in you understand so yes it's about presenting your your case your case right? okay and be able to yeah. con convince the consular the, officer the admission whether the admission uh, committee or the visa officer mm -hmm. so it's not always the case it's not always the case because you've done masters before now you want to come to canada to do masters then they will reject your your visa no uh, you have to be able to explain why you are doing you are doing, doing it another again. masters 
but so let's say that you can you can get another masters and then you get visa there's just a lot of advantage that you have okay uh, education in canada is different from anywhere else trust me okay yes uh, and then you are going to see even though you've done masters before and you did a research program you are going to see how things work in canada and our masters here too usually for the sciences it will usually take a minimum of two years it can be less than two years yeah you, 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 you can't rush it what i say one cannot rush it no 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 it's not uh, okay. there's no it's rush like that uh, <laughs> when, you, when you start when you start processing your application to canada you will see that you will see how you will still see how things are very slow in canada so there's no rush we don't rush they, they, they examine each application individually yeah so um So when you come to do the masters, you see, you will see how things are done in Canada. And then there's a very big decision between, between going to PhD and going to work in Canada. You are going to really assess what, what are the benefits. Okay. Okay. Yes. You are going to assess the benefits of going to do. Okay, let's say you continue to do a PhD in Canada. Yes. You are going to be able to answer the question, what will you do with it? What will you do with the five, six years that you're going to spend? Yes. What will you do with the certificate? Okay. Uh, most likely, most likely not to not to teach in Canada because <laughs> um it's just it's just almost an impossible task. <laughs> yes. Seriously, I don't think one percent of I don't think one percent of graduates, PhD graduates in Canada, can get a faculty position. You know, most of them yeah. end up going back to the industry to work. Okay. Okay. So, and that is Can the main reason it's why you get a PhD. It's almost the same then in Germany too, because it's very difficult to use that PhD to get a job. Yeah. In so, so after so after five six years, um, yes. at least you are going to answer this question yourself. There are okay. there might be other benefits you want to get from the PhD, right? Yes. So if if the benefit if the benefit is enough for you to continue, yes. then you can then after the two years, or during the two years of your masters, you can make this decision. Okay. Plus, I mean, against the other option of finishing your master's and going to the workforce, you know, okay. and then just so many things that you can do in the five years that someone else is doing a PhD. A PhD. Okay. Yes. It's just, it's just so many, like you will get a job, you will get better pay. You will get PR the, certainly. I mean, if you know what PhD, you are doing, right? if you know what you are doing, you are going to get citizenship before the person's doing the PhD. So, and then if you, I mean, they're just, and then you advance in your career, and so you are going to be able to make the decision, and. You are going to most importantly, you are going to when you do the research, the way they do research in Canada, when you look at it, you are going to be able to make a decision. Okay, I did this thing for two years. Do I want to continue this for another five years? Hmm. Right? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, so that so that's just my that's just my advice, you know. And okay. it's not that, you know, yeah, there are people that think I discourage people from doing PhD. No. Uh, but it's just we are, that... we are. I think it's, it's something similar. The, what, what you said, it's what I, I have friends in Estonia. I have friends in 
Netherlands, and even in Germany. Even I have two friends that have completed their PhD in Germany already. They have to proceed to postdoc. Yeah. And you know why it is difficult in Germany? It's even the language is there, number one. Even, you know, in Canada, you can even go to the industry directly. Abi? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. you can, but in, in Germany, with a PhD, the type of position you will be applying for is not with it's not the same with somebody that has a master's. You cannot use that master's to get a job again. You must use your advanced certificate <laughs> to get a job. Really? Yes, you can't say you have a PhD, you now you, you now want to keep it. And you know you now want to use your master's to apply for a job. Seriously. The, Yes, the Auslander BOD already confirms you have a PhD. <laughs> the, I mean, the immigration office, so you can't. So, and when you are applying with a PhD for a job, then you are like a, a top, a, a point man in that organization. So you must be a native speaker. You must be able to communicate with, you know, this. It's a German company. It might be an international company too, but you should be able to represent them. In every, you should be able to speak German, speak English, know the German culture, everything. You must be, you know, you must be inbred. So that's one of the conditions. Too. So when they see a German that is also applying for that position, then they will prefer to go for such person who can represent us well than taking a foreigner. Wow, that's, so, that's like, a serious case. So, yeah, it's like yeah. They, once you have a PhD, then this is like you, are, you have to do a postdoc, and I think it's better to leave <laughs> and go somewhere else to go yeah, and because show forth your talent. Once you've, once you've, I mean, put yourself in that corner, yeah, and then yeah, you have to do a postdoc, and then you do a postdoc. You have to do another postdoc, and you do another <laughs> postdoc. Yes, there are people with three, four postdocs. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, and then when it's getting too much, you can't get a faculty position. You have to get maybe like a research as a, like a research associate or something. So with just of something that will keep you something that will keep you in the academic environment and they use that excuse to pay you uh, pennies. Hmm. Not even good amount of money. Yeah, that's just the only difference between you are, between you are a professor and you are a research assistant or research uh, <laughs> associate. Uh, you are doing hmm. the same thing. You are doing the same, you are publishing in the same journals. The yeah. only thing is they are paying you less. Hmm because because you have a title of research associates not associates not a professor so so those are the things that one needs to consider, uh, sit down. Uh, right. and I will have to sit down and yeah look at it then sorry I'm I'm asking you some more questions I'm I'm sorry no, no problem that's fine the, the the feed of food science Yes. How profitable, how lucrative is, is it in Canada? Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know much, but I think it's very, yeah, it's a very good um, area. Yeah, because with my mm -hmm. master's in dairy science, I think I'm a bit limited to make a loan. Make and make products. So yeah, I'm but, looking at... You can broaden, I mean, you can broaden your... I mean, scope or... Yeah, that's what I'm looking at, that. So why not for come in for a program in food science and try exactly. to cover up everything? Exactly. You can, you can, you can, yeah. For example, you can come, you can come for the master's or PhD in food science. Any of that will, okay. be, will be fine. Will be fine, okay. Because I'm just thinking of different things, I don't know. Because well, since you said there's no much funding for like a professional stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I, I want to apply for both a PhD or PhD position and a master's position. 
And yeah, to, in our conversation, you said one can do a master's again, but it should be in a, another field, but that should be related a bit. Yes. So, so, so that's why I thought of, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so for example, what you, what you just said, you did master's in dairy, dairy, dairy science. science right? Yes. Yes. So now you can come to Canada, you come and do like a master's in food science. And yes. then there's just, you just need to sit down and explain why, why this is the case for you, why you want for to me. do it. You know, yes. you, you have a specific focus in your master, the master that you did. And so yes. now you want to broaden your, you want my to broaden your scope my, or something. Yes, my uh, scope, yes. For future reasons. Maybe you are going to be doing a PhD or you want to work in food industry and you don't want to be limited to just whatever. Just dairy, yeah. I want to have and I want to cover up food generally. Yeah. So, okay. um, so yeah, I think food science will be a very good um, very good uh, course to come and take in. To in come Canada. and take. All right. I think I have, have taken my points home. I will sit down this week and start something meaningful with it. Yeah. So I will also, but I can get back to you, right? Yes, definitely. Maybe for I some for some other you. guidelines. Yes. Okay. You can schedule another meeting uh, at any time. Okay. All right. Okay. That's good. All right. All right. I'm very grateful. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Yeah, my regards to your wife. She she was the one that posted the link, and <laughs> oh, okay. I decided to tap into it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank you very Thank you. much. Yeah, bye. Take good care of yourself and have a wonderful night rest. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Ah, cloud recording care, which is a mistake.